1: And I got a big guest on today's episode. We are joined by 2022 Oregon Ducks commit, Anthony Jones. Anthony, how are we doing, man? Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
1: I'm great. It's Christmas season. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, recruiting stuff still going on, as I'm, as I'm sure you're well aware, finally putting an end to that process. <laughs> yes, um, sir. But it's, it's fun, man. Can't complain. And I uh, got the Ducks bowl game coming up, so it's a, it's a cool time to be covering this team kind of wanted to start here with you, man. Uh, we we had talked after you initially decommitted from uh, Washington, I believe, but obviously now with the, the early signing period and the rearview mirror, you're going to be a duck. So uh, why Oregon? Why was uh, that the school for you?
2: You know, just um, Oregon has always just been on me since um, my decommitment from Washington. Uh, even like with the coaching uh, staff change, like Coach Cristobal, he was always on me. Uh, we had a really good connection and I was really familiar with the program. Um, one of our tight ends from Liberty High School that's currently at uh, Oregon, Maliki Matzaval, he, he's he been saying a lot of good things about the program. Um, my really close friend, Sir Meadows, is, has been committed uh, to Oregon for, I think, the past six months. So I've been really familiar with the program. but. Um, With Dan Lanning coming in, um, I just think that I'll have a really good opportunity to play early in my freshman year and just uh, get to my highest potential with him uh, being my position coach as well.
1: Lots of good stuff to get to there uh, in that answer. So kind of going to break that down as we go here. But uh, obviously you talk about Coach Dan Lanning, uh, the the new head guy at Oregon. Um, tell me a little bit about your relationship with him that you've been able to build, although it's been, you know, I'd imagine such a short, such a short time with him taking over.
2: Yeah, so he definitely um, he gave me a call right when he got down to Eugene. Um, he told me that I was going to be a top priority to get me because I was still like um, stuck in the middle with Texas and Oregon. But, you know, he was on me like he was giving me multiple calls a day, just telling me like what he'd be able to do with me. He was telling me the coaches that he was going to bring on staff. Um, And he was just showing me the vision or telling me the vision that he had for the program. Um, So I was just really excited. And um, I kind of know his background, you know, him coming from an SEC program and one of the top defenses in in the country. Um, It just made me excited about being able to work with him.
1: So he's in a real special situation, uh, you know, with uh, when he got brought on as far as the, um, you know, the that last weekend it was when you guys were able to take visits and obviously you weren't able to get out to Eugene for that. And he was just getting here and talking to media at Oregon and then taking flights back to Georgia. But sounds like he had multiple calls with you and he, he laid out that vision for the program. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're not talking to, to landing in that sense just yet. What, what was that vision that he kind of laid out for you uh, as far as the future of the Oregon program?
2: You know, he said he doesn't plan on, uh, He doesn't want to leave or go anywhere anytime soon. So he said he wants this spot to be his permanent job. Um, He just wants to take the program all the way to the top. You know, he knows what it takes. Like like I said, like coming from an SEC program, he was like, we're going to bring on the staff to help you guys get to the position that we need to be in and just things like that. But he was like, we need to go win a national title, you know, bowl games are going to come with all that, but we all have a goal, one goal in mind and that's to win the daddy. So.
1: Yeah. Winning that national championship has been a, a priority for, you know, all the Oregon coaches <laughs> that are, that are coming through here. And and he's making those hires left and right, even though he's still getting ready for the playoffs, which is pretty, exactly. pretty, pretty wild to, uh to really think about, you know, thank God we have the technology that we do right. uh, nowadays. Yeah. But for, for you, Anthony, I'm just kind of curious, you know, with, with how the, the coaching carousel is how it is and, and how it's kind of affected the sport. How, how did you, or I guess, what gave you the confidence to to commit to a coach at the time that you did, you know, with him just getting hired. And, um, you know, you said you were kind of in between Oregon and Texas.
2: You know, um, I was also just looking like at the the program, like as itself, um, you know, with Kayvon Thibodeau leaving, uh, they kind of have that edge position wide open. Um Rather, at Texas, we had a lot of guys coming in and we had some guys coming back. But, um, you know, I was just having a talk like with my coaches here at my high school and just like seeing their opinion on everything. And, you know, um, I was talking to Mo about it, too. And he was just like, I got a good feeling about this uh, this coach coming in and things like that. So, like I said, I can't like judge too much like on just on Coach Lanning because I haven't got to like actually meet him in person yet yeah, or get to know too much about him but just like the program as itself I think I'd be better in.
1: Okay yeah I know that yeah you said that Ball was really on you when when he was still here and I know that you've kind of uh, it's it's been in the back of your mind it sounds like for for a while now and and things were kind of uh, falling into place and then with 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 your recruitment and you know just you as an athlete I kind of wanted to get your your opinions on the, the coaching carousel because people are moving left and right all the time. You got people hitting the portal, um, you know, classes kind of changed dramatically in the blink of an eye just for, for you as a recruit, you know, w- what are your thoughts on the coaching carousel and just how wild it's been this year?
2: You know um, I think that was like my problem in the past. Like I was really basing my like college decisions based on like my relationships with coaches but like you said this year like coaches are one minute they'll be recruiting you as hard as possible and the next minute they'll be trying to recruit you because they're moving schools you know um so I was just like I said like talking to my coaches here at my high school and they were telling me that it's not like relationships are good to have but it's not always going to be about the relationship because at the end of the day that coach is going to do what's best for him and his family and his position in his life so um like coaching changes like happening happen all the time. So I, I have to like actually be comfortable with the program as itself and not just with the coaches. So I think that was also a big, like part in why I picked Oregon because I think I would be more comfortable just being there. And I know coaches are going to come and go, but hopefully like we'll be set with the coaching staff we have now.
1: Sounds like, you know, you're really committed to Oregon for Oregon. I know that, that sir is definitely another guy that, that kind of strikes me like that. Um, Byron Carwell was saying, you know, Oregon along something along the lines of Oregon is more than just one coach. It's uh, you know, it's a, a family dynamic, a family atmosphere and, you know, a, a program that looks like they're really on the verge of doing something pretty special. Right. Cool. Um, and then we talked a little bit about kind of what your future projects at Oregon and, and kind of your role, um, I think when when I first uh, started learning about you as a prospect, um, I saw I saw photos and videos of you uh, on a circuit out in Miami catching passes. And then you know we talk a lot more about uh, defense here. So I hear about the the athlete background, but it sounds like you're looking like you you might fill in that uh, edge spot at Oregon. Is kind of what I'm kind of seeing uh, as far as what we're talking about. So. I just want to talk a little bit more about kind of what your, your fit kind of looks like in uh landing's defense. Cause it sounds like that's where he's planning to utilize you.
2: Yeah. Like I said, um, I'm, de- I would, it was kind of like a big decision for me, like in the beginning of my recruitment, because I didn't know if I wanted to play tight end or uh, come in and be that edge guy. But like after the season, I definitely like had that set in my mind that I was going to be a defensive guy. And, you know, he was watching my film and, a lot of my high school, like I would be able to drop back into coverage or come off the edge and just be like a real versatile player. And he said, I'll basically just be doing the same thing that I was doing in my senior year.
1: Okay. So it's a pretty seamless transition, which, which sounds like it uh, benefits you. And, and if you are coming off the edge, I mean, yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau is obviously a a great example to to have of someone who's thrived at your position at Oregon. And um, let's see what I had here. I think uh, Mm -hmm. another part that's unique about your journey, Anthony, is a lot of these guys in the 2022 class, uh, like yourself, you did your recruitment for the most part virtually, you know, during the, during the pandemic. And then this summer, you kind of had that window to uh, get onto campuses physically and, and kind of get a real feel of of what it's like. Just kind of, this is a big question, but just take me through the recruiting process and, and what it was like for you commit to Washington, commit to Texas, and then now finally finding your home at Oregon.
2: Yeah, like you said, it was kind of hard, like, just always doing Zoom calls and virtual tours and things like that, because I didn't actually get the feel of the program. But um, once I went out, actually took, like, I only had two official visits. But when I did go out there, it was like a blast. But um, my coaches were telling me, like, of course, they're going to show you, like, the good in the program but it's like it's not always going to be like this so you got to like kind of see past that or see through all that but um you know it was like it was really new to me but just like being able to get out there and like see the different programs and get to know the different coaches that was a big thing for me it was just um I think that was a part of why I like was getting like well I was committed like really early just like the excitement because like you said like I didn't have the real feel of it and I didn't know if we were gonna be able to actually have visits or not because everything was going back and forth with like the dead period and nobody knew like when it was gonna be able to like, well, when we were gonna be able to go out there and like actually see the campuses and things like that. So I think I'll just kind of jump in the gun too fast, but yeah, it
0: was really exciting. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
1: Sounds like it was kind of a, an emotional roller coaster for you. Um, yeah. You know, Obviously, you have coaches in your corner and, and family as well. Um but what was it kind of like just having that support system in place? And, and what were you weighing when you were kind of looking at what would be important for you?
2: Yeah, um, I would. my brother-in-law, he's like really deep into like the college football scene and things like that. He like does all the research and he tells me like what to look at and things like that. But it was just really good because I didn't really know what to look for because just coming in like, in my past high school, we didn't really, like, focus too big, like, on the big programs because there, w- there wasn't a lot of guys, like, going to, like, Power 5 uh, programs and things like that. So, I was, like, really brand new to it. But um, I had a lot of mentors over here, like I said, that just, like, showed me the way. Um, that actually helped me a lot because I would kind of be lost, like, without them. But, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's always nice to, to have people that can kind of help you, help guide you through that process. My sister's job just got in here. That's why the door opened. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know that's it's, it's good to have people in place because that's such a big decision for you to make, um, you know, as, as a high schooler and, and with all the other elements that are kind of getting uh, brought into the the scene here uh, of college football. I Kind of have one more recruiting question I wanted to ask you. Um, just it kind of builds off the coaching carousel and, and how the timeline seems like it's really speeding up for a lot of you guys as recruits you ended up signing during the early signing period. I kind of just wanted to hear more about what went into that process. And, and it seems like there's really from a lot of guys that I talked to, there's kind of some pressure to, to sign early because you know, a majority of the guys are, are making that call to, to do it early.
2: Yeah, I definitely, it was a big uh, part in signing early for me just because I want to enroll early just to like get used to the college field and get used to life and things like that. Um, because, like, playing my freshman year is really, like, a big part for me. So, like, I put in all the work, like, took extra classes over summer and did all those things. So it was, like, I didn't come all this way just to, like, not sign early and just wait for it. So um, getting up and just, like, getting up to Eugene early or wherever I was going to go was a big part. Just, like, also getting a semester in college, like, for class-wise was definitely a big thing for me as well.
1: Yeah, because I know uh, Mo did that. Terrence, uh, another tight end, did that, and, it, and they both played a, a lot this this 2021 season. So you can see the the benefits really kind of uh, showing up early for for guys like that. And it sounds yeah. like it'll be a similar deal with you. Um, and then I wanted to talk about this class of 2022. Obviously, unique situation with uh, Oregon and their class um, with all the timing, like we've talked about. But um wanted to talk about Sir as well, you know, your guys' relationship and um, kind of your thoughts on the the group of guys that uh, are going to be joining you at Oregon as of right now.
2: Yeah, like right after this interview, I'm actually going to go hang out with Sir. We're about to go get some work in on the field. But um, yeah, Sir and I, since I moved over here, like his house is like literally like three minutes from mine. So we're always with each other. But like we're really close. Um, he's He's been on me like nonstop about like coming in Eugene and things like that and I could tell like when I was always over at his house and things like that he would always be on FaceTime with other recruits and things like that so like they really already had like that tight bond and I was like okay like that's nice um I'm in the group chat and things like that I haven't had a chance to like talk to a lot of the recruits and things like that but we like texted back and forth and they were just happy to have me on board but yeah yeah I'm really close with sir that's my guy
1: Awesome. Yeah. You're uh, you guys got some big time defensive lineman coming in with you and sir. And then as well as Ben Roberts out of Utah, I know he's a another big body that the staff's got to be excited about. Awesome. Um, as we kind of start to wind down a little bit here, Anthony, I think one thing that's that's really cool um, that I've kind of learned about the recruiting process and in my years covering it feels like Nevada is a state. Their, their stock just goes, keeps going up and up and up. Um, you know, you got Darnell, Washington at uh georgia Uh, he's a a really big name that i know about um and you got cyrus moss who's another big time uh nevada guy i've talked to him extensively just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the the nevada high school football scene and and kind of um that the talent that that state has to offer to uh college football
2: yeah um i think it kind of started off like with tate martell and like Brevin jordan and everybody like we're out here but um Yeah, Vegas has definitely been kind of slept on uh, in the football world. But like you said, like we keep getting like a lot of good players. We get a lot of transfers into the state. Um, I just think that like we can't overlook like everybody because there's always going to be good kids in every state. But um, we have a lot of hardworking guys out here. Like you said, like I know Cyrus, I know Zion, Zach, I know all those guys. Um, We definitely like have a lot of work ethic just like – anybody else like from California, Texas, things like that. We just might not have as many powerhouses because we don't have as many schools like as other States do. But yeah, like we definitely have some guys out here and we're definitely going to like always have like some guys, like we have younger guys that are coming in. They're going to step up and you're going to be hearing their names pretty soon too.
1: Yeah. Not a, not a state to uh, overlook um, when, when coaches are out there on the trail looking for some of their uh, next future stars, uh, Anthony you talked about you know, going through the high school process. You said I didn't do all this to to not sign early, you know, I didn't work my tail off to not get to this point. Um what what have you kind of learned about about yourself as, as a person and as an athlete going through your high school journey and then having covid come up in the middle of it because that's an experience that not a lot of people are going to be able to say they had.
2: Right, right. No, it was definitely a for me it was a wake up call because um the program that I was in, like I was playing linebacker at 190 pounds. So it was like, nobody's going to really look at me in that kind of aspect. <clears throat> so I, I really did take that time. And uh, I learned about myself that I have like a work ethic and I can like tell myself that I need to keep pushing until like I get to where I want to be. And I'm not even there yet. But um, I just took like that time over COVID and just worked out every day, trained every day. Like, was on a meal plan, doing all the things that I needed to do to be to where I am today. But um, just, like, going through high school, like like I said, I've talked to a lot of mentors, a lot of older brothers, things like that. Like, a lot of good people in my life, and they told me, like, they see something in me, and there's so I had to just believe in myself and just keep going through the process, trust myself, believe in God, things like that, to just get to where I am today, so...
1: I love that. Yeah. You got to have faith in yourself. You know, you're betting on yourself to to get through the the adversity and and clearly it's paid off, you know, getting to this moment of committing to Oregon and sounds like you're going to be in Eugene next month. Is that, is that right?
2: Yes, sir. I'll be up there on the first.
1: All right. Right on. Not wasting any time. Um, got two more for you, man. I think, you know, everyone kind of knows if, if you're going to play college football, you're, you're a big time talent and that, you know, you really want it, but, I think just as a competitor, I kind of wanted to go inside your your head a little bit. You know, w- what are you like as a competitor? What's your favorite part about competing, you know, that, that whole process?
2: Well, definitely going into the college world, everybody that, like you said, everybody that's made it that far is definitely like a special talent and have it, they all have different um, work ethics. But um, I just – I think that was a big part in, like, Coach Dan Lanning because I know he's going to get me to my potential because um, – if I don't go in there and I'm not ready to play, then I'm just gonna be more frustrated on myself because like I'm not gonna be making the plays that I should be able to make. But um no, I'm definitely a real competitive guy. Like I'm definitely different off the field than I am on the field, and that's a question you could ask, sir. Like it's just that switch for me. Um I don't like to lose. So uh, I am definitely gonna give it up my all like hundred ten percent every play. So um yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, sounds like the, the Ducks got a good one, a, a big competitor and, you know, a versatile athlete, which is always going to be great for, for any team. And and certainly sounds like Dan Lanning uh, has, has some big plans in store for you. Before we get you out of here, Anthony, want to give you a chance to uh, plug, uh, you know, social medias or wherever people can find more of you, because I know that's important for you guys to to grow the following and all that.
2: Yeah, my Instagram is um, Anthony Jones, two Y's at the end of my name and two S's at the end of my last name. Uh, Twitter is Anthony Jones 015. So basically just my name, but yeah, I appreciate you for that.
1: For sure, man. All right. Uh, Oregon 2022 commit Anthony Jones joining the show here on the ducks dish podcast. Uh, big thank you to Anthony for joining the show. If you guys want to find more of me, you can find me on Twitter at M sports and also go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel at Oregon football, max Torres. That'll do it for this episode of the ducks dish podcast. Thanks so much for watching and we'll see you guys in the next one.